0: That's not fucking great, is it? Right. Yay! I know. What I'm going to say to the listener now is there's no banter this week (laughs) because we're talking about jobs. We're joyless. But, but, even though we don't usually do this, exactly, (laughs) even though we don't use the news, we've realised this is coming out on Christmas Day. So I hope you have a lovely Christmas Day. And if you're expecting any more Christmas based things, unless any of these two lads have got a Christmas number one, then you're. Shit out of luck, let's dive in. Welcome one, welcome all to all the news that's fit to print all the tunes that give breath to hum where the number is one, the the number is one. This is Every Number One Ever and my name is Matt. You are the listener and you will be treated to nine randomly selected number one singles considered, delivered and dispatched either up the ladder into the first class lounge of the best of music, the place we call the Pantheon, or slipping her down the snake, making a grab for a vine but missing and landing in the compost heap of bad sounds, the rubbish bin of to be forgotten tunes in the crap gap of Shat. 522 songs have been discussed and dispatched in just over a year. Imagine us then, just like United Utilities. Yes, that's where we're going. Utilities company managing the regulated number one singles and waste music network. Every song the public raises to the top of the charts comes down the tubes to us gets fired into our faces where we inspect the discharge and work out whether it's safe to continue and be put into our output, the effluent made up of the best of music. Or do we deem it as dangerous and unsafe for consumption? If this is the case, then we press a big fucking button and a sluice fires it all into a bin, which in turn is connected to our country's waterways. Watch us laugh as we fill our once great country's rivers with the songs of Ronan Keaton and the Vengaboys. <laughs> you can't stop us. <laughs> but wait there, boys. Don't forget, there are consequences if you open up the loose. If the songs get plunged into the big river, then we legally have to pull a lever and tip a song that only made number two into our systems and fire it right out of your taps. Just think, you could be making a cup of tea with Madonna's hanky-panky. The thought... What watch Ew, as watch as we? It. <laughs> oh, it would be as well. Oh. Yeah. Watch as we underinvest in treatment services, cream the profits from being an FTSE top 100 company, cook the books by lying about potentially harmful discharge, and give a giant slap in the face to the public at large by not bowing to their very basic and just concerns. But fucking we say, don't we, Craig Lowe? Indeed. Hello. <laughs> Did your utility bill land on the doorstep this morning by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> we, we call them disgusting unwashed oaks, aren't they, Liam? They're disgusting. Absolutely. Did, speaking of disgusting, um,
1: did you ever try the
0: flush tracker thing? Yeah, where where you saw where the, the poo got released. Yeah, into you, the... you flush it and you press go on your app and it shows you where your yeah. poo goes.
2: Mm. Oh, God, is that is that the world we live in now where we're <laughs> tracking excrement on an app? Good lord, the asteroid can't come soon enough. Send the nukes, Putin. Send the nukes. <laughs> what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm watching me poo on radar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, we have Dr. Liam Maloney and disgusted
2: of Horwich. Um, <laughs> I mean, to be to be fair, Liam said he was watching the Robbie Williams documentary earlier on, and would rather have watched shit on a radar than that.
1: Open the sluice. Oh God, that is. I, I, that is one of the most turgid, turdid things I've ever come across.
2: Mate, there's so many cooking shows
1: on Netflix. Why would you? Why would You you could have watched Barbecue Cook-Off. No, because obviously when we're recording this, it's the start of the um, MasterChef finals this week, and I, I'm up to date. And there's only so much <sighs> Alison Hammond hacking a cop <laughs> into the camera that I can manage, so I'm taking Bake Off very slowly.
0: Um, let's name a machine and today's machine is called Computer Tower of Power Lovely Lovely. Patreon Patreon Patreon,
1: Lovely Computer Tower of Power Worth
2: every penny you've paid towards us there chaps (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Pay
1: pay no attention to the man behind the curtain (laughs) and we are going to begin with me Hey. So, before we even get any information, I am going to ask our machine of the week <laughs> oh. what is going on for some facts from the Computer Tower of Power. There we go. Yes. Yeah, that's it, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Iranium.
1: Oh, an- oh, hello. So, we have a notable one. And the reason I've done it now is this was number one for the first time on the 14th of november 1952 and it was number one for nine
0: weeks it's the first one it's al martino here in my heart happy christmas everyone (laughs) Send him go,
1: <laughs> absolutely loves it, doesn't he? So it's not a Christmas number one's kind of ring in the Christmas festivity, but it is the very first number one in the UK. Um, Al Martino's kicking us off. We're only a year and a couple of
0: weeks into our show. Um, I feel this man should get a pass. Is it only me? He should just be. We should have put him straight in. I know there's
1: there's part of me, and I know Craig hates those or oh, it's important kind of inclusions that we yeah. try and make. But I... unless it's one of mine, yeah, yeah. Un- unless <laughs> unless I'm being a contrary bastard as well. Unless
2: it's a co- unless it's the stonk from comic relief, and then it's real
1: fucking important. <laughs> <laughs> um, stick a red nose on your conk, and Indeed. where do you stand on Al Martino, Craig? Oh, God, I mean. Uh, yeah,
2: not heard it before. I'll probably not hear it again. It's I'm, yes, very worthy, very worthy. It's 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 not on now. That's what I call Christmas. And Gary glitters on that fucker. Oh
0: God! I, can't, he's, he's, I don't understand why, where that arguments come from. Actually,
1: <laughs> that's a really good point because strictly speaking, this is it's the a first Christmas, Christmas number number one. Number one, isn't it? It was number one well, for that
0: entire period. Do you want to Christmassy Sting. Yeah. Well, it's Christmas! it's almost like jesus meant this to happen wasn't it yeah and
1: honestly uh, mm. like i'm sure there's people at home going all oh, right it's all fixed it is proper random um where are you on al martino matt craig's made well, his I uh, do kn-
0: feelings very clear. well i do know this song because i'm a bit of a sad man and when i knew it was the first number one I I listened to... This was in the internet age. I didn't go out and buy a fucking 78. You know what I mean? Or, oh, my God, it's
2: Al Martino. Oh. <laughs> um,
0: one
2: song over three sides. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's great in the way that it's almost like the pre-chart. Eight. I know this sounds ridiculous because it is the start of the chart. So the first number one, it, it, everything's pre-chart for a bit, but it's so... Absolutely overblown stage. Do you know what I mean? It, it's the, the opening is just such bombast. It, it's it's histrionic, th- you know, isn't it?
1: It's just ridiculously yeah. big
0: because it's it's from the era where you know the I'm I no I'm misusing the play Misty for me hit thing here, but the charts music on you to be played at home ended up being just for you, whereas music for years and years and years was a shared experience. Yes. So you did bray at the mass, whether that was 4,000 people in a place that can hold 4,000 people, or 16 people on the old Joanna down the pub. But the charts and 45s and gramophones, you know, and it made you have the ability to have you and the song, thus we don't need, Here in my heart anymore you know you can just sinatra one off and go Hello with you <laughs> yeah. and then Radiohead
1: was born i
0: know
1: yeah with his little polar hat and all his quirky dance moves he clever? oh you were so annoyed at that i forgot how annoyed you were at that was it wayne cunningham who was it some, someone
0: famous, paper. <laughs> um, sorry, Tom, was... uh, Tom, did did anyone have Tom York shade on their bingo sheet for today's episode? Because I didn't. <laughs> the Erasers <laughs> a bad album,
1: and you should feel bad. Um, <laughs> let's move on to my second number one of the week. This is unique number one, one
0: eight. Oh, for
1: God's sake! Good
0: God, mate! I know. So we've gone from one to eighteen. Yes.
1: Don't worry, the next number will years. jump up substantially. <laughs> um, we've only jumped up two years. Um, yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, let's ask the terror Power if they have any facts in their pocket full of soul.
0: It's been... That's it. It's a one-week wonder in the 50s. Yes. Isn't that weird?
1: I don't... I- I reckon you'll recognise the voice, though. Um, This is her first number one.
0: Once I had a secret love Right, so it's secret secret Who love is, is it, it's not it's not julie london is it it is not it's called secret love though
1: um and it was number one for the first time on the 16th of april 1954 that is doris day
0: doris day double d banger double 54 D-banger. so that's really how i did that <coughs> um 54 calamity jane um, not from Calamity
1: Jane. This, is it not? No. Um, sorry. Two, I'm on one screen here and I'm struggling a bit. Um, I'm usually oh, yeah, on two. You're,
2: you're, you're in the
1: wardrobe. I am yeah. in the wardrobe. Halfway to <laughs> Narnia. Um, it's from the album... It's hey, it's album. me, Doris. <laughs> it's Doris and her oats. Um, it is from... oh. You are absolutely fucking right. It's from Calamity Jane. Oh. Oh.
0: Yes, it's from Calamity <laughs> Jane. Mint.
1: Um, which I've never seen. Have you guys actually seen it? Uh, no.
0: Yes. When I was a kid, my dad really liked Doris Day. I think I've said to, before on this podcast, my dad wanted Doris Day to be his mum oh. and Matt and Matt Munro to be his dad. So he had some kind of obviously alliterative thing. Oh, nice. I think, I think that's why I'm named Matthew, by the way, after Matt Munro. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, because I was going to say, you're not called Matthew Menard. So, well, yeah, he's, he's not getting in touch with And <laughs> <laughs> um, What about Doris Day, Craig? How do you feel about a bit of uh, sop from Double D?
2: Meh, I mean, <laughs> Meh. Can we spell Meh?
1: Any other? How many E's can I put in the middle? <laughs> It, it's very 1954. I'm surprised it's only very much. one I week, mean,
2: though. A, a one-week yeah. wonder in the fucking 50s. I mean, that's the equivalent of a number 62 in the modern day, isn't it?
1: There were only seven <laughs> songs,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shared, shared by 40 people. Seven songs, 40 people.
1: Um, yeah. I, uh, it's very hard to find anything really of note about this. It's The only thing that's really notable about it is the fact it's a one week in that period. Mm. But it's a real soppy kind of orchestrates and it and it lacks the heft of other Doris Day you'd expect. It doesn't have much fun
0: to it, which is my kind of gripe. Um and But it's it's called secret love. It would be a kind of again, you know well, he's you my know, secret love. Oh here he is. You know, he's got his hand off my leg.
1: If secret love's happening in like Bergheim, that's kind of interesting. There's like dark corners and fluids and stuff. Whereas Doris Day not
0: so much with the, the Crisco. If You had access to a time machine. You would cause carnage because I know you're going to take Doris Day. You'd take 1950s Doris Day to the Bergheim to go and see Piss Gollum.
1: Yes, Piss Golem, bless him. Um,
0: Yeah, Doris Day and Bergheim.
1: Let's move on to my final um, number one of the week. Um, This This is unique. Something
0: special. Number one,
1: nine hundred and ninety-nine. So we've gone all the way from one better, better numbers.
0: 1 to 999 this is all very satisfying isn't it lovely Um, Mm. so um, let's so
1: not to shed daylight upon magic but fucking hell the amount of buttons I'm about to have to press you ready to do this one so this was first number one for the first time on the 8th of January 2005 Tower of Power if you can just stay there for one second (laughs) he's moving I'll do some facts for you Right, here you go. Strap in, lads.
0: It's been. I am the one
1: and only. These
0: songs are terrible, honestly.
1: Kiss, Bloody
2: hell. Right. Right. Well, obviously, it's a charity if it's an X Factor, if it's a one hit. One, one hit, one week.
0: And notable. Notable. So one how many how, right, hang on hang on how many was that was that five that was five that might be a record I think that might be a record I think we might have had one before that's been five but anything beating five is just and ridiculous More stings than a wasp nest Right a one this hit wonder
1: always... for one week charity single reality and notable 2005 uh, of January
2: 2000 yes reality not x factor I'm going with Alex Park from the Fame Academy. Uh-uh.
0: How can I just let you walk away? Oh, so it's just against let our laws.
1: Andy when Abrams? Every- is it
0: Andy the Abrams?
1: The singing bin, man. It is not. Oh. It is the first winner of X Factor. Oh, it's uh it's it's gripping, It is. What was his name? <laughs> Steve. Yep.
0: Winwood. Yes, it was Steve no. Winwood. No, no. What's Wyn- his what's his initial of his second name, please? B. Bush, Emmy. No. Sounds um... like a failed soap. I know this. How many syllables? Oh. No, this is ridiculous. Two. But, uh, <sighs> brah, fucking tell us and let's... Steve Brookstein. Of course, Steen, 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 Stein, Steen, Stein. Oh. No, not even he knows at this
1: point. Um. So yes, this is notable for being the first X Factor winner, and I'll be honest, this bypasses me. I'm sure I would have heard it at the time, but Steve Brookstein has kind of drifted off into absolute fucking obscurity. I'm... No,
2: he shows, he shows up every couple of years to whinge about how he was done wrong. He does, doesn't it? Gosh, and then some... right,
0: I'm Right, uh, help me out here. The, I'm I... the judge. Talk to the judge. Explain what, you, what you, is...
2: Uh, well, obviously... What's his complaint? Cowl wants sexy, younger people to give the hippie hops to all the youths, and the first X-Factor winner was a 40-something-year-old man <laughs> with a slightly grey beard who had a bit of a gruff voice, uh, and... They just didn't know what to do with him. this he, he got his prize and he got his contract. He got his number released one. released the winner's single. And then they quietly pushed the rest of it out very quickly. And then went, bye, Steve. Watch
0: your face. So, right. Can you do then, in a sentence, what his gripe is? What's on the strap? So he's on this morning, being griping McGripeson. What's written underneath it? Steve Brookstein says... Uh, I, I mean, it's all very self-indulgent. Sh- I should have had more of a career. There you go. That's great. That's that's brilliant.
2: The lovely love thing
1: about him, though, is... Um, so he got really... Um, because he's such a, a bore and feels hard done by, he got really behind the Rage Against the Machine campaign and started oh. having to go at Cole, for obvious reasons, um, saying that Cole drew in Christmas and loads of other stuff. My favourite thing is, as part of that, he revealed what was said to him by some of the judges in X Factor. So apparently he said, Max Clifford said, if you ever speak to the press, we'll fucking bury you. Was that actual Max Clifford? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And apparently um, Sharon Osbourne called him a fucking (laughs) Well, She will call a spade a spade.
0: (sighs) Sharon Osbourne, can I... (laughs) Can I give what my other favourite? Share with us your internal monologue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my—I might have mentioned this a few times, but uh, Sharon Osbourne once managed the smashing pumpkins. She managed the smashing cum- pumpkins for about three or four years, and then fell out. Famous, well, famously, you know, very noisily with Billy Cog and, and called him a baldy twat in a dress. <laughs> Which still to this day, I just <laughs> thought was magnificent. <laughs> Yeah. On the nose. Um, all <laughs> oh, right, so I enjoyed that dive into Steve Brookstein. Um, yeah. So and we'd never have to discuss him again. Steve Brookstein's cover of uh, <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> "Against All Odds," the Phil Collins. Against the odds, all odds. I never know. Against all, all odds. odds. Thank you, um, Phil Collins. Kind of cover, um, Soppier than it, even the original was, um, and obviously That's tweed awesome. up for the X Factor audience with some shit. Early noughties. You're probably piano. Did it week six
0: in Phil Collins' week. Probably. Oh, Phil Collins' week! <laughs> can I go first? Of course you can, Sorry, Al. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I was actually, when I heard Al Martino was first up, I thought, he's just because of sheer notability and nothing else. Absolutely. But n- n- no. <laughs> no.
1: I'm. Um, this seems a slightly redundant question, but Craig, how are you feeling <laughs> yes. about keeping these? Well, obviously, a massive fan of Steve Brookstein, and throughout the years, followed his. Get it in the fucking day, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Um, yeah, sorry, Al. Doris, um, you're going straight to the bin and not to Berghain. And uh, Steve Brookston, carry on moaning. <laughs> So let's have a mucky dip. Let's see what I've got spewing from my hatch today.
0: <laughs> deep voice guy. My love. Yeah. My love. Love, love, Who's paradise. that? Paradise. It's uh, George Ezra. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Craig. Deep With voice man.
1: Deep voice man. It is George Etherwood's Paradise. It's um from the worst. Most hipster record cover I've ever seen. Have you seen the cover for that? It's nope. um, Staying at Tamara's. Oh, which is a hipster. Like, do
0: I need to. Yeah, do we need yeah, to. Yeah. Look at it. It's like this
1: beautiful Italian villa, and he's looking like, oh, I haven't realised just how beautiful my surroundings are because I'm a hipster and I don't give a shit. But I actually have just got a device. Um, not that he sounds like that. What <laughs> is that font? I like that. It's
2: still from the. Fr- it, it's still. It looks like a Fratelli single. I like
0: that. <laughs> That's absolutely spot on, Greg. That's the best bit. The pink font is the best bit. Pink font and, in a oh, sea of beige. Do you know Liam's sass? He's, Liam is so on the nose there. That pose is just... just Could you just say this photo? Just it, say, make, make, it, make it, make it look like work, I'm just walking it? in. Oh, God.
2: Spontaneous Insta pose. Can I yeah. say something about in. this song, though?
0: You may. I don't mind it.
2: Yeah, I quite like it.
0: Yeah. Meh. I don't
2: mind George Ezra as a rule. I think he's, I think he's a, bit, a bit of fun in a sea of acoustic
1: twattery. Um, there was one song of his that um, didn't make me um, rip my eyelashes out. In Shotgun. Frustration. Underneath the horse. That's bullshit, so. that one.
2: I could get used to this. That one. <laughs> I'm running out of George Ezra songs. I didn't know he did that many. Matt, you're up next. <laughs>
0: All right. Through the mists of time. We see the light, it shines upon us, and the shadow it says. 712. Oh no, it's a shadow. So it's actually 217. Shadows aren't mirrors, aren't they? A there's a shadow. There's a shadow in the mirror. Oh, it's 217. From the best year in music, 1966. In June. Summer of 1966. Do we have any more information, Tower of Power? Not for this one. It was at the top for three weeks. Now, this doesn't scream summer, but I tell you what, it certainly screams class. Oh, lovely. This, the reaction in the two boxes is going to be marked. And before I, I... This is what I've written. Selling sand to the Arabs... Flogging snow to the Eskimos. Persuading a racist small boat to the problem. All things that are not needed. All things that are a waste of time. Almost like trying to sell this Sinatra classic to Craig Lowe. A complete <laughs> waste of my time. Top three, Frank. Al Martino, Jack Jones and Bobby Darien all had a go at this before our Frank made it his own. Three Grammys came his way and old Blue Eyes sung all the way to the bank. Let's go Liam first.
1: Essential. I was going to try and put a qualifier on it then. I was going to say like essential popular music of the past or like classic crooner, or something like that. Just essential music. It's Frank Sinatra doing Strange Than The Night. There are some things that are untouchably fantastic and this is one, yeah. And the the LP, it? Uh, the LP that it comes from, beautiful... Um, before Frank turns into that kind of slightly Las Vegasy cheese monster, that he's happens. on the way,
0: isn't he? He's he's on the way at this bit, but this is the last real high point. Yeah, it is top, It's Family Fortunes top three. Frank. There are some songs when when they come through and you think ah, I'm not sure. There's some songs you know so well you think I can't be asked listening to this, but I always do. Those strings, those strings are the song. He had such a way of really selling a song with minimal effort, Frank. I really believe... Because he had the mafia behind him. <laughs> well, you wait, you stay in your box. Um, <laughs> um, and I listened to this today and I'm not afraid to say, yes, it might be because I'm tired, but I did go a bit glassy-eyed. Oh. It's absolutely gorgeous. Right. Beat, Pause. <clears throat> and now the view for the prosecution, Mr Craig Lowe. He's gonna like it.
2: Here we go. Here we go. It's alright, it? hey! there Here we go. Gold. <laughs> I mean it it I mean, that's the highest praise I will ever give a Sinatra song. <laughs> I will always turn it off if it comes on the radio. When you listen I to, to Sinatra not... the other week, I might have been listening to Frank Sinatra Junior. Oh, just because I'm a contrarian. Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> not even Frank Sinatra Junior.
0: listens to Frank Sinatra Junior.
2: Uh, yeah, it's 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 okay. I mean, if you're gonna have a Frank, it, it might as well be this one. Why not? Like I say, he, 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 it's it's so close to Crooney McCroonerton that uh, I, you can almost taste. I, the I, Vegas I will I will
0: say you I will say now that this is. Absolutely, Krooner. Oh yeah, deeply. But not in a negative way. This this was the kind of achievement that people tried to get and failed, and landed into Schmaltz mm. crooner Schmaltz. You know what I mean? This is Frank with a microphone in
2: his hand and his bow tie tied up, not an undone bow tie, and a glass of whiskey.
0: I mean, we mm. will we will have more Frank to talk about, so I don't want to go on too much. and that's, and also, fine. And that's also, why I don't. I'd, I don't want to pile on this. I know I can kick the shit out of him further down the road, and he's dead. Can not do now? <laughs> yeah, but the mafia aren't, mate. <laughs> they were Yeah, meant, they were yeah. yeah. And, and and I know, Craig, you've been parted to many a conversation that was boring you to death. Me and Liam discussing about Sinatra's voice, but I, I just still find it fascinating how a guy who Liam quite rightly says is constantly flat, you know, when he's singing, <laughs> and and is is so laissez faire in his delivery. Sometimes you think. Is he just singing out of a window? Is he, with, you know, he, does he know he's being recorded? But he's just got something in the tone and from him that, anyway, it's just delightful. Right, Yep. Sinatra, Craig says he's fine. Me and Liam literally wanking each other off. Get that on Patreon. Unique number one, three, six, one. Yes, okay. guys, we're in the seventies. Another three weeker at the top. Can we ask Tower of Power for any more information before I keep going? Nothing, this was November 74. This, and I'll I'll just say it out, this is a forgotten gem. I knew Liam would go at that. (laughs) <laughs> it's the lead, mate. He'll start singing in a minute. In fact, I'll see if you can guess who this is. Press pause, press pause, press pause, press pause, press pause. That's all you're getting. Who's that? It was giving me weirdly kind of, and no no it's not, but it was giving me
1: um Phil um Thin Lizzy. My brain's template. Yeah, it was giving
2: Phil Linnet. See, whereas I... I know it's not and it's vaguely sort of funny voice fairy
1: for me. Oh, is it um War of the Worlds guy? Yeah oh, or
0: Jeffrey
2: Wayne's no.
0: oh, no. fucking name. It's War of the Worlds guy. That's why Liam went Linnet.
1: That is why I, that makes so much more sense. Okay, Would you
0: me. like me to give you the initials? yeah d-e david essex that's it glam pop from the coal county of essex this is david essex's and i mean this brilliant gonna make you a star a synth lead as well in 1974. we have discussed essex's voice which is quite nice because i've always quite liked it He's very, considering he was a teen heartthrob he has such a bloke's voice and it makes me laugh so much. But it's really barrel-chested and, fo- and honest. It's a very honest voice. And also the song shows real great craft. And I'm going to pick two bits as well to to escalate this conversation. To the point that I was astonished when I clicked on it, I was expecting to see Songwriter and then those wonderful 70s names of Chin and Chapman. Chinny Chap, but no. Motherfucker Essex wrote it himself, just, sure. f- just for flex. Um, so the bridge into the sign off chorus leading right. So I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to play about 25 seconds of this now and we will get through copyright because I'm going to talk all over it. Liam, could you go to one minute, 19 seconds? I am there. Here we go. So this lovely bridge into the sign off chorus I love. There's a little doorbell bit he does with his voice and a harmony. Here we are. That's lovely, nice guitar. So you get that kind of, there's your chorus really, but then you get a secondary chorus with some hand claps. Stop it! There's also a really daft bit that I'm sure people who know this song will already be shouting it. Please go. And this, <laughs> this might break it for Liam, but I love this bit. Please go to two minutes ten, and let's listen to these backing vocals. Oh, is it
1: more, too much more
0: than a pretty face? I don't think so. <laughs> so, so. So, so, I don't think so you fucking it's, Jake. it's fucking brilliant you, you absolute it is, fucking toilet it is they are and I've realised today considering he wrote the fucker they were having an absolute ball in the studio making this doing this podcast has made me realise how much I really love 70s pop uh, quick wiki fist before we go in 2007, the song was released again by Lee Mead, the winner of Any Dream Will Do TV competition on BBC One, which was then shown in the spring of 2009 on US, in the US on BBC America. Lee Mead. And views.
1: David Essex, going to make you a star. Just before I give you actual views, um, for like the last few years, um, my dad was around. Yes, He used to get very cold because he wasn't very well, and so he had like a little neckerchief thing that he'd like to tie around his neck, sort of in the vein of um, David Essex. My mum always referred to it as looking
0: like he was... Um, riding up and down spinning the waltzes for you. Yeah, anyway. well he was well in his acting prime. He was uh the lead in and, and this no research here guys. So uh, listeners don't judge if I get this shit citation wrong. Yeah. needed. Um I think he was the <laughs> lead character in uh, a BBC show called The River where he lived on a barge and I think he was a bit lazily gypsy characterised. There you go, Liam. What's your view on David Essex? That sounds it's, about right. <laughs> David Essex is going to make you a star. Um, it's that farty synth. I've got to Love be honest. I was about to Burr. say, farty
2: synth is the only thing in my head at the moment. Give me the farty the synth lust mix.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, you know what? It's not half bad, though. Um, it's great. I'm, it, it, if I was expecting anything from a David Essex, it wasn't something that lively and that interesting, and it wasn't something that kind of mature. Actually, yeah, yeah, it's quite well-rounded, danceable pop, and I've got a lot of time for that. Yeah, Craig, yeah, it's fine, isn't it?
2: It's it's fun, it's silly in in a, in this in the sort of way I like. It's verge. It's got one toe in the novelty pool, but not quite. It's it's nearly there. That synth is pushing it hard. <laughs>
0: towards novelty I, I don't, don't mean, th- like, I don't think you can know I'll, I'll, I've got to step back before people start throwing sponges at us I don't think it's novelty <laughs> those those backing vocals are nonsense have you heard
1: those oh, I like that, it's those. only it's, it's, like it's, it's only
0: in that bit as well just the last <laughs> yeah. cut, the
1: last verse there's a, a rather popular young artist around at the moment called Troy Savan have we come mm, across him I am aware he, he looks like a kind of blonde twink anyway he's got a famous song called Rush and the kind of chorus vocals in that sort of dumbbell they sound like a football team like a kind of jockey American football team it gives me that vibe Mm. Um, but more Cockney I'm gonna slit your face with a razor
0: I mean I'll be honest with you if we do need I would love to shoehorn that fucker as a sting but I don't know what we'd have it for (laughs) have you got any more information (laughs) Tower of Power I don't think so (laughs) it'd be awesome (laughs) but you know it's there right excellent a Sinatra that's the boys say is fine and a lovely little bit of fried David Essex gold, which the boys say is fine. Let's <laughs> yeah, see. I mean, let's could, see. Could,
2: could we be any more mid Let, going let's into the final Let's see where we track. land
0: with unique number 1264. Still in the fag end of the 60s here. Uh, information before we move on, please. <laughs> Nothing on this. It is down as a one-week wonder, but it is removed from being a one-week wonder because it is a chart tickler. Number one, on the 1st of January, 1969. Hello, 1969. I'm here. And then bounce back on the back end of the month for another couple of weeks. So 1st of January, this this is the track that kicked off 1969. This is the track that kicked off 1969. In many ways, it is exactly right but in some ways you're like oh okay hit play see where see where this one lands let's see if we're transported immediately to
1: woodstock and altamont shall we oh good luck
0: Oh, fuck off. right who do you think it is liam it sounds like it's not the beatles it's i mean it, it it's it is and it's not the beatles um Craig, it sounds like they've got mustaches do you know what I'll, I I will I will have to check. They give
1: me a, a kind of a sort of incestuous brotherhood of man vibe. Right, this
0: is marmalade. Oh bloody. Oh yeah. Um here's what I've written. I'll take one from the Beatles kids collection please because it was oh. written by Lennon and McCartney. Would you like one about an octopus? Nah. What about a submersible yellow in colour? Not this time. How about Happy Families with a mock scar backing? Please! Now, I listened to the Beatles one, which is on the White Album, or to give it its uh, proper name, The Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. Do you know why this cover was released, Craig? Uh, Is that because...
2: uh, Were they signed to Apple and McCartney was bitter because they wouldn't release it as a single the first time? No, Is it
1: because they needed something to play at Prisoners in Guantanamo? (laughs)
0: You so, White Album released. It's a three LP set, as we know. There's a lot yep. in there. There's a lot, there's a lot of weird stuff in there. But there's also some pop, just real earworms. And it, a little bit like what used to happen with Dylan's stuff. If Dylan didn't release something that other people thought that's gold then people threw themselves all over it and because the Beatles didn't release Obladioblada in the UK or the US but they did in Central Europe about five fucking covers of this thing came out two months after the White Album was released. Bosh get it in do it do it and sure enough they were right to do it this is Marmalade who are Scottish. That's who it gives me vibes of and I'm going to say something now I re, I, re- I, I I, perhaps I think I prefer this version to the Beatles version because, Craig, the Beatles one nearly split them up, <coughs> and it's so painfully mock scar. This is a bit more knees up with the brown. This is a bit more <clears throat> down the fucking apples and pears with my jelly deals. Um, even though they're Scottish, uh, and we can be grateful for that. I think do i like it i'm not sure i say i prefer it but it's like i'm not sure i mean do i like brushing my teeth in the morning who fucking cares craig what do you think of this uh
2: i prefer the beatles version oh, i mean obviously.
0: realistically that is what people should say is,
2: is, the, is the correct is the
0: answer,
2: correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think Calling it Moxka is doing it a disservice because I would imagine at the time nobody would have ever right. heard a sort of sound like this in the popular Yes, it's in hindsight it's easy to call it cod Reggae or Moxka. Yeah, no, it's but exactly what I'm doing. At the time. Yeah, yeah. At the time ain't nobody heard of this. This is this this is once again a prime example of white boy steals from black man's yeah. music. Well,
0: quite literally, because the guy who claimed ownership yeah. of the term over deal Blood Art right Tried to get a songwriting credit off McCartney. Good luck with and that. And didn't McCartney, I think, he, I, I think he shot him and dragged his body down the M25 at the back of a car. Have I made that up? Have I made that up? I can't remember. Uh, Liam? It depends which Paul McCartney. We... Oh, that time, Billy Shears, mate. <laughs> what do you think it is, this, Liam? When you're you're going to absolutely play the shit out of this year, aren't you, mate? Yeah, honestly,
1: I'm, I'm just uh, sorry I got distracted. Then I was googling for um, original seventy-seven inches of it, um, because I love it. <laughs> Were you kidding? You've already got three already. I know, I know. I just think more. You know, I need all the different covers. Yeah, and, you've got to have them all. Yeah, I need the Yugoslavian All versions. the all the pressings. Um, it's fucking shit. Get rid of it. It's absolutely poxy novelty twaddle.
0: Novelty, again. It is novelty. Is it, is it Someone novelty no? spouting literal gibberish at you? Is I think if I went umi, no, I mean, ooh, no, no, of no. no no of a No, no. I'm only picking this up because we have been... You guys aren't on social media. So you, <laughs> we get batted a lot about misuse a lot about of a word novelty of the word novelty. of it's little bit of It's, uh, it's, it's little bit <laughs>
1: my definition of novelty is anything that is slightly less than serious anything slightly jaunty any fun <laughs> it's novelty and i hate it yeah no fun no, no fun in music because no, no, no. novelty
0: means different or you know stands alone yeah. so in other words you think music is serious to depressing that's music and anything that sticks its head above that is weird and yeah
1: so everything craig listens to
0: hey right <laughs> Shots fired again. Oh, um, (laughs) bit of a sidebar, Craig. Guess what the B-side was for the Beatles' release in France. So this was released in Central Europe. Oh, so this beat the Beatles then? Yeah, yeah. This wasn't released. The Beatles didn't release this in the UK, the US. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no. Get you. That's why other people jumped in. So they never, even
1: after the Marmalade
0: did this, they never. Oh yeah, some prick put it out in the States in '76. It got to the mid '40s. Wow, gosh. Um, yeah, Weird. B-side, Craig. So you've got this on one side. What, what do you reckon he had on the other?
2: What, on the other side of the Beatles release? Oh, Christ. It's, it's are, they, are they going to have slapped, like, fucking number eight
1: on
0: No, it? no. Can I have a guess? Um, oh, God, I'm going to say Helter Skelter. I think, well, that was that would have been amazing. I think it was, that was a double A, wasn't it? But, um, no, it's yeah. while my guitar gently weeps.
2: Oh, my God. Oh.
0: Poor George. Fucking done a Roman again. I mean, there's there's real two sides of the same coin there, right? Right. Sinatra, Essex, Marmalade, Craig. Bin. You're going bin? I'm surprised and saddened, but I'm keeping. Liam.
1: I am on the fence. Very much
0: so on the fence.
1: And I am willing to hear arguments from both. Because I think Frank is great, and Obadi Obadah is nonsense of the highest order. I
2: mean, it, he, here's my defence. Put it in, then, because it, you like Frank. I mean, it's, it, it's so inoffensive, that marmalade. I'm more offended by Frank than I am by a Beatles cover. So it's, it's harmless enough. Just let it... In fact, I'm changing my vote. I'm voting put it <laughs> in. <laughs> right! <laughs>
0: I need to vote bin just to even out the fucking. You two are fucking mental. I can't handle this. Put it in. Put it in now. (laughs) Quick. Press the button. Press the fucking button, Liam. I would vote (gasps) keep. Stop talking. Press the button. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I need to lie down. God. Ben is so We're on a keep,
1: are we, for that one? Um, Gosh. Yeah, it's time for Craig's final three. Let's go.
2: Uh, sorry, uh, my first number one this week sorry. is unique number one, number 1067, this was number one for three weeks from the 29th of December in the year of our Lord, 2007, Computer Tower of Power, what is hip, is it fat?
0: Tune. <laughs> These oh. songs are terrible, honestly. It's
2: crazy! Kick this off with a Christmas number one from the Cowl Stables. Oh, yeah. So pick, pick your poison.
1: Oh gosh, 2007. I'm not a cl- honestly. I don't remember the first one, let alone the ninth one.
0: Is it? Is it? I'll, shall I give you a yeah. hint? Is it yeah. one artist? though? it's a, it's a it's cover. cover. Fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> is it one artist, Craig, or is it one of like? It's, it's not that funny, Liam. Do I encourage you? <laughs> that proper, that proper tickled me. That <laughs> he put you up on bricks on that one, Liam. He's halfway, <laughs> he's halfway down the M25 <laughs> with your shoes. Um, I've no,
2: fucking no, 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 no. no just no, press no, play.
0: No. Oh, what a surprise! We should have guessed piano. Many nights we pray. With no proof, anymore. I don't know the song. Yeah, you know me neither. Uh,
1: you know the, co- know know the, the chorus. chorus. we yeah. 45 it, you reckon good. Liam. Yeah, let's chump him.
2: Yeah, that's probably about right.
1: There can Uh, is it? Go on. I think I know what that is. Is that like? Is it? It's not Whitney. It is Whitney. Is it Whitney? Is
2: it Whitney and like someone else? It's Whitney and Mariah Carey from the lead from the song from the motion picture The Prince of Egypt, a classic oh. divas duet for one of the classic animations of the uh, late nineties. Uh, uh, this is covered but... by a Scottish twa- who won a singing show. Uh, this. <laughs> I mean this. This this is the <laughs> weakest of sauce from Leon Jackson. Leon Jackson. Right.
0: <laughs> Carry on. I'm just going to type in Google Leon Jackson now. Let's see. I mean this is. I mean this is piss poor. Surely, boys. We need Surely. a sting for covers. I think. Oh, but he's so. I mean, like you know, when I regret the fact we had a one week sting. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be. That'd be. Yeah. Just as bad, yeah. and also these interpolations to take into account and sampling, and hey, we, we need yeah. we, we need one that as I don't think so. So, can you, can you <laughs> Leon Jackson now. So, go on, Greg, yeah, Tell us about this, this chat
2: Why? Why do I need? To, <laughs> why are we? Why are we rousing this genie from from his lamp? This is yeah.
1: Let me try and so, go. Hi, Leon. He was a weird looking man. Um, this is the interesting one because it's as if, in fact, this goes for both um, Leon Jackson and for um, Brookston. What was Brookstein. His name? Brookston. Yeah, Brookstein. No, that, Brookstein. Yeah. Oh, Brookies, yeah. That bloke. Brookside. Both of them appear to have been entirely expunged from Spotify. Yeah,
0: God. It's like they've been wiped off the God. face of music. <laughs> <laughs> good. Never happened. I am if you I'm going on strike. I don't want to. Hear, I don't. I'm not right, I'm not going to go and speak until you give us something good, Craig.
2: <laughs> All right, fair news All Right. Well, are <laughs> well, you going to sit here? And guy, no, no, it's no, going to no, be a Matt, Matt, Matt's not here for the rest of the episode. Can I be no, can can honest?
0: This, this guy just gets shit. I I, I can't remember last time Craig got a good one. Yeah, well, let's roll on swiftly to
2: unique number one, number 1182 before we go any further. Computer, computer tower of power, you're still a young fact.
0: It's bad. These songs are terrible, honestly.
2: Ah, we're back again. Hello, Mr. Cal. This was number one for one week from the 24th of December in the year of our Lord 2011. Not technically a Christmas number one. That was won by the military wives.
0: (laughs) Uh... (laughs) They went to war over it. Circle that one. (laughs) You'll certainly Uh... need help for heroes after we're done with it. Go on.
2: Uh, well, you'll you'll you will certainly know the act. You'll have completely forgotten the song, and this is the prime example of Cowell taking something originally heartfelt and sincere and just spaffing it up the wall. Press play.
0: There's still a little bit of your taste. In, uh,
1: cannonball. It's um, cannonball. It There's is cannonball. Who's decided to? Um... Where Damien Rice like a terrifying Muppet. It's not the Mix, is it? Uh, one of the more successful acts from the X Factor. This is Little
2: Mix. Yeah, Mix.
1: Oh.
2: Releasing a version of fucking Cannonball. This is everything I hate about X Factor. This is every reason that I'm glad Little Mix actually moved on and did something interesting with the career. because yeah. They could have been this. This is prime. This went down well with the, with the phone call numbers on voting evening. That week, so let's release it as a single. Mm. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. And having a back-to-back cowl, it's just—it's not—it's not fucking fair. It's Christmas Day for Christ's sake. Why am <laughs> I getting this shit?
1: Can I um? Can I jump us into like the end chorus and see how? let's hear a
2: rousing choir. No. <laughs> <laughs> So,
0: you, you know what Damien Rice thought
2: when he wrote that beautiful acoustic number? Yeah. He thought, you know what it needs? Overproduction in a fucking
0: choir. I mean, it was bad enough when they made him put a drum beat on you it. Mem- I was just about single. to do that. Yeah, do you sorry. remember the
1: radio edit of Cannonball? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dying to find that now. Mm. Why? Oh, again, so it's, bad. it's the bottom of the bin. Mm. <laughs> Why they needed to put like a breakbeat under Cannonball?
0: Right. Anyway, I, I mean, shall we move on? I think we're gonna to have to, aren't we? Sure. Right, here's, 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 here's a question. Here's a question. Here's a question. And I'm not. Is this savable? I'm half tempted. It might not, but I think it might. You going on too, boys? No, no. On, I'm not do, sure. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'm do not it, it, as it, offended by cannonball as you two seem to be, to be honest. No, but but. Could anything drag these two songs in, Liam? Think about what we've heard. Oh, yeah. Like, if this is I Want to Dance with Somebody or something like that, 100%. I'm binning. I'm going on to. A rare Leonard go on too. I just, I'm sick of this shit. And someone yeah. needs to fucking get the Doc Martens on and sort it out. I'm going on to Put it in the bin. Well, Craig... You've got to take us home. My
2: final number one this week is unique number one number two hundred and forty-seven. Mm. It's too early to be a cowl. So computer tower of power for the final time this week. So fact hard to go.
1: It's been three cowl this week. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, no, every thing, Christmas, all three of them. Yeah, this was a one-week wonder. This was number one for one week from the twentieth of March in the year of our Lord nineteen. 19- 68. I'm tempted to say this could be a possible shop song for Matt, but I'd never heard it before. Uh, Good luck, press play!
1: Quite Spanish, eh?
2: Yeah. Might be worth a
0: 45 skip bit. It's the legend of Sanadu. Is it Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick and Titch? It is. Well done. Ten points to the man in the corner. Can anyone smell burning toast? You, you. were Right. So for years, Liam, I thought Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick and Titch. I thought it was six people, but it's actually Dave D. Right. So that's a man. Oh, I'm so glad you've clarified this. That's very No, helpful. no, no. It's bothered me when I was a child. And then Dozy, Beaky, Mick and Titch. There you go. And um, what is it? It's The Legend of Xanaday by Dave no. I, <laughs> I need more Z- info than I'm getting here.
2: Well, I think uh, you're going to be firmly placing this properly under the novelty banner. One part Beatles, one part Herbal, but uh, you know what? After, I don't know whether it's because I was shitting my mouth twice before, <laughs> before, before getting this track. But this really felt like a breath of fresh air. It really did. It's fun. It's silly. It's it's actually really good once it kicks in a bit and the horns take over. I really enjoyed it. Where am I skipping uh, to, Greg? Might well, just chuck it a
1: minute in. I'd say. A minute in. Let's see what yeah, we got Why not? <laughs> Traces only shadows moving places where we used to go Do you know what? Sure. Absolutely. It's a shame it's going straight into the bin though, isn't
2: it? Yeah, I mean unfortunately it is going fucking sail into the bottom of the bin. But you know what? On a on a better week, this could have been a this could have taken me right over the top. Can Absolutely. I just quickly check?
0: When was this number one, Craig? Uh,
2: 1968,
0: 68. 20th of March. Thank you. When was Forever Changes released? love forever changes why because it's a similar sound uh, oh 1967 yeah is that the, okay. one with the, the face and yeah. all the face yeah yeah never heard it great record great um, record
1: matt's been in craig you been in oh, of course i'm been in yeah there's not not two ways me too
0: fuck it what is Santa gonna bring us? What is Santa gonna bring us? Anything's better than what I've got. We don't need to qualify why all that's gone in the bin, do we? No, no. There's absolutely uh, no uh, need to but, explain that. But little uh, as we push him in the bin, little ruffle in the head on Dave Deep Dozy. B. Absolutely, yeah, like, a bit of fun, mm. bit
2: of fun.
1: Yeah, like pat on the back, well done, but you know, not today. Try again in a couple of weeks.
2: Come into my life.
1: It is Ecuador by Sash. Merry
2: fucking Christmas. Yes!
0: I'm so fucking chuffed. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gents, it is all going off. The Tower. That's too funny. Um, what? What's, wow. uh, how, how? I mean, obviously, you know, me and Liam are well on board with that, Craig. What's, what's <laughs> yeah, your view I'm, on it? I'm all,
2: all over that every day of the week and twice on Sundays. That is <laughs> perfect. That that is the per. That that was the only way that could have gone. All <laughs> oh, roads way. lead to Ecuador. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way it could have gone. Ho, oh, oh, ho, oh. ho. Merry Christmas. <laughs> what did you get in your stocking this year? Was it multiple X-Factor singles, you naughty boy? No call for you. <laughs> but what about the poor boys at ENOE Towers? Why not throw them some money this season by going over to patreon.com slash ENOE podcast? Ho, oh, oh, ho, oh. ho. There's so many treats there. There's pictures of the. Craig one with the lead singer of Craig Awesome. Won. yeah! <laughs> I can't keep doing this. No, I mean, you can't. My, Christmas, my Christmas is absolutely ruined with all that fucking shit. Uh, <laughs> but what did you think? Head over to Facebook.com and search every number one ever. Head over to Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. I mean, depending on what, when this comes out, it could be back to Twitter, who knows? Uh, and search ENOE Podcast and uh, leave a comment there. Uh, if you want any of our links... Head over to every number one ever.com where you'll find a link tree to all the various links we have. Uh, which leaves us with nothing else left to say. But Liam, on this jolly, jolly Christmas Day, how is the Pantheon looking?
1: For Christmas, Al Martino, Doris Day and um, Steve Brookston did not get any gifts from Santa Claus. Instead, they were wiped off the face of the earth. So they viscerated and particleized into dust and replaced by old deep voice No, not Santa. George Ezra's Paradise. Um, <laughs> however, Frank Sinatra, David Essex with his farty synth and something that was a Beatles song and sounds like it was spat out by a child having a tantrum um, all made it into the Pantheon. However, Simon Cowell rounds the final bend not once but twice, both bollocks with (laughs) um, Leon Bridges something, what, Jackson someone? Leon Um, Jackson,
0: Leon Bridges though, yeah, Leon Jackson
1: the the lesser of the Jackson brothers Yep. below Jermaine certainly,
2: no one's below Jermaine come on,
1: be fair, Janet Um, Little Mix ruining Damien Rice's cannonball almost (sighs) as much as the radio edit of Damien Rice's Cannonball ruined (laughs) Damien Rice's Cannonball. (laughs) And finally, um, Matt, having some sort of echolalia fit um, with The Legend of Xanadu, all hit the trash can hard. Thankfully, though, they were replaced by Europe's finest sash Exclamation mark with Ecuador. And just in case you're curious, Sash will be playing in Newcastle upon Tyne at the Buzz Bingo Hall on the 1st of March, followed by a concert um, somewhere I can't pronounce with the Venger Boys, Hanson, Atomic Kitten, and Cascada. Max? Can, can we go to the Bingo Hall?
2: Because we, <laughs> we could get in a, like a tight couple of games, maybe win the jackpot before we rave, a, rave the night
1: out. Say that again, encore en foi?
0: Oh, oh, my gosh. God. Right, that's enough. The Christmas spirit is running Sorry, low. I need to throw myself down the stairs for that, don't I? Um, thanks, boys. It. Whoa. I mean, where do you start with this? Well, I'll tell you what. Let's get the boat across the Atlantic. We land in Suriname, <laughs> walk into Guyana. We'll get a tuk-tuk to take us into Venezuela. Then we'll dodge... The drug cartels going through Colombia before we land in Ecuador. Nothing, nothing says Christmas like DJ Sash and Ecuador. Enjoy it. I love you. See you next week. Merry Christmas. Merry
2: Christmas. (laughs) No, <laughs> no,